0: Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today, because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Bedekovic. Welcome to this episode, my friend, which is all about how it is never too late to chase your dreams. Never, ever, ever, I do not care how old you are. You could not possibly be at an age right now that you cannot continue to dream big. Whether you are 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, if you have a dream inside you, you can still go for it. So as many of you guys know, my son recently had spinal fusion surgery and I stayed 10 days in hospital with him. I slept bedside while he recovered. And what helped me through these really difficult days was this intense binge reading period. I read more books in those 10 days that I honestly have read probably over the last year. I just read book after book after book. I fell in love with some new authors. I discovered Lisa Jewell. She has these great books. She was gone and the family upstairs. I read just a bucket load. I went to the bookstore beforehand and I just bought everything that appealed to me because I knew that I was going to appreciate having something to escape to, just especially during those early days while my son was still recovering and he was in ICU for a few days. So it just helped me get through that period. But the reason I'm recording this episode is because there was a book that I read and it was actually an amazing book. It was called Winging It by Emma Isaacs. And honestly, she is so inspiring. If you sit there and read it, it will explain to you why it's important sometimes to just jump into things and just wing it. I love that phrase. I try to do it often. Sometimes you just don't go according to plan and you just need to take action and wing it. But something that came up for me when I was reading this book is that she was super successful from a really young age. I think that she was only 18 when she took over this recruitment agency. She was really goal-orientated and business-focused and did exceptionally well in her career. But as much as I admired her and thought that she was just fantastic, there was this feeling of disconnect because I knew that at age 18, there was no way that I was ever going to be starting my own business. I did not have the confidence yet. I didn't have the focus or clarity about what I wanted to do with my life. I was still trying to figure things out. And so I wondered whether there are people out there listening that sometimes feel like it's so good to have really good role models, but when they achieve success from a really young age and here you are a lot older, then you sometimes wonder, well, is it too late for me? And the answer to that question is it is never too late because I actually didn't start taking my career really serious until I was 40. I am 45 now. And I feel like I've done more in the last five years than I did in the previous 20. I am not kidding. So just as an example, like in comparison to this amazing author, Emma Isaacs, eighteen, she has a recruitment company. At the same age, I was a quiet, insecure university student a year into studying my psychology degree. And at age 20, when some of those successful business women were already well into establishing their careers... I was living in a little European island village with my grandparents spending long days chatting under the oak trees in the village centre. At nights, we would lie on the road beneath the sky, just count shooting stars. That's what we would do. That is how we spent our days. We would make a wish on a shooting star. And most of the time, we didn't even know what we were wishing for because we didn't even understand the possibilities that lay ahead of us. And then at age 30, while some of the women in that book that I was reading about these incredible women... They were making the top 30 under 30 people to watch list, okay? They were making a millions, And there I was holidaying with my husband. I had a one-year-old daughter by then. We were in Byron Bay here in Australia. I felt blissfully happy because I had a family I loved and that to me was enough. So even though I had my psychology degree and I was trained as a life coach and I had a life coaching business, I was really blasé about a lot of it because really my family at the end of the day was my biggest priority. So rather than being super business focused during my thirties, I just tried to spend as much time as I could with my kids. I love little kids. We would spend all our days, you know, making Play-Doh, playing dress-ups, jumping on the trampoline, having dinner as a picnic at the end of a cul-de-sac. We had Every night the kids were out in the street and the kids would fill the house and it was just bliss to me. It never crossed my mind that I wasn't using my time wisely. You know, I didn't think about business. It wasn't my biggest priority then. I loved being with the kids and when I went back to work, once my kids were back at school, I just made sure that my work hours were 9:30 to 2:30 so I could just drop them off to school in the morning and just pick them up when they were done in the afternoon. But then at something just changed in me really changed like overnight it was like I suddenly remembered that I had these dreams that had existed before my kids came into the picture and I actually sort of missed them so pre-kids I had a life coaching business as I mentioned I continued part-time while my kids were still young but I was so picky about my clients you know I would only work with the people that really fit into my lifestyle as opposed to me bending over backwards to suit them And of course I would still write whenever I had the chance. Back then I was a special features writer for a newspaper here in Sydney, but just generally my work back then was embraced in a really laid back way. I still had my dreams of being an author, but once again, those dreams were just sitting there waiting to be fulfilled at a later date. And I honestly didn't mind back then whether it happened here or now or in the future. But then when I reached age 40, I had an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. So when we talk about never being too late, so I'm speaking about me taking it seriously at age 40, I suddenly panicked that maybe I had done it all wrong. While I was, you know, dancing around the house to just dance on the way, we used to do that. It was hilarious. And we would make homemade marshmallows and do all other fun stuff there were these women in the world who were building these, you know, multi-million businesses and they were suddenly now miles ahead of me in terms of success. But that is actually how I felt. It was that realization at age 40, I was like, did I just do everything wrong? Like, did I do it backwards? At the time though, it felt right. And even though I felt like I was at ground zero, there was this moment where I wondered, you know, had I wasted my time? Had I wasted my years? Even though when I was in the thick of it, I was totally enjoying myself and I never crossed my mind that there could be something better that I could be doing right now because it just felt like so much fun. You know, like when you feel like you're really alive, when you're actually not focused on anything else, like you're so present in the moment. That's how I actually spent, I think, the bulk of my 30s. But then I reached 40 and I actually just realized that I was ready for that next stage in my life. I actually genuinely wanted to focus on my business at that point. At 42, I started my first blog and I felt like I had discovered my dream job. I could write articles from the comfort of my own home, usually from my bed, and I could publish them that night and have people writing to me the next day, just telling me how valuable they found that content to be. And the only stickler in this amazing new role that I had discovered was a thought that was absolutely not useful. It was, why didn't I start doing this earlier? Like, did I discover this too late? Okay, As you can tell, that feeling of regret wasn't a useful emotion for me to be considering. I mean, you can't go back in time and change anything. So what's the point of sitting and wishing that things were different? And yet I had those thoughts. I you know, would look at some of the successful bloggers that had started years before me at a time that I didn't even know that blogging existed as a form of work. And it crossed my mind, maybe I've arrived too late to the party. Imagine where I'd be at if I had done it 10 years ago. But guess what? 10 years ago, I didn't even know what blogging was. I didn't even know what it was until I was 42. That's literally when I discovered it. I started it straight away. But I still had those thoughts cross my mind. Did I waste my time? And did I waste my potential by just devoting all my time to the kids and not searching for work opportunities earlier in my life? So... That's what we're talking about here. It's what to do when you feel like it is too late and how I myself cope with this idea of wasting my years after cruising so long throughout life without anchoring myself to any particular goal for so long. Well, actually, that's sort of a lie because I did have goals. I was goal orientated, but the goals weren't necessarily business focused back then. So I just thought that this might be a really interesting conversation to have in case you've ever felt the same way. If you've ever looked at someone who was younger than you and just felt this sense of disconnect because they achieved so much more financial success early on in life and your own personal experiences don't really marry up with those. So here's the thing. It's a little bit of a truth bomb. You know that you can't turn back time and you know that you can't do things differently. You can't go back and do things differently. You can do things differently moving forward. But as for your past, it is what it is. The only issue when you get to an older age, whatever you think an older age is, is that a lot of people give up by then. A lot of people get to the older years and sort of shrug their shoulders in defeat as if to say, it's too late. I missed the boat. I should have done something different when I was younger. And they feel like the chance to change their lives is gone. Or they become set in their ways and their habits are too ingrained for them to do things differently they can't even fathom the fact that they could be different. But I'm here to tell you that no matter how old you are, you can change and it is never ever too late for you. If you are in this boat where you feel like things are too late for you, whether you are 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, I want you to keep in mind this quote by George Eliot who said, it's never too late to be who you might have been. This is actually one of my favorite quotes. I had it printed on my business cards when I started my coaching business back on New Year's Day in 2001. And the reason I love it so much is because it's the truth. It really is never too late to do the things that you're dreaming of. You can go on an African safari when you are 60. You can start a business at 50. You can even go skydiving at age 100, which is what one woman did to celebrate her 100th birthday. How cool is that? But before we come to this point where you actually fully believe that this can be true for you, so if you're having a doubt, stick with me here. There are just four things that you need to understand in order to fully immerse yourself in your next stage in life by believing it's never too late and by taking action. So the first thing that you need to understand and accept is your past is your past. You need to accept that everything that has happened so far in your life has happened for a reason, that you did the things that you did and you chose the things that you chose because you felt that they were the right things to do at this point in time. So let's just say for me, if my eyes were focused on my family instead of my work for however long I was focused on my family, that's because my eyes wanted to be focused on that. I need to accept that. And how do we know that this is true? It's because that's where my eyes were focused. If you truly wanted things to be different, you would have made the changes earlier. But some part of you found comfort in the tasks that you were doing. And that is true for me. I wouldn't have traded it in for the world. Even if I had a chance, I still chose what I chose for a reason. And there is no point in wishing that things were different because it is what it is. It's like me sitting there wishing that I was born in Hawaii, which would have been so cool, rather than being born in Sydney. My past is my past. There is no amount of wishing that can ever change that fact. I was born in Sydney. I have the parents that I have. I have the sisters that I have. Those things are set in stone. And to wish that something was different when it can never, ever be changed, it doesn't serve me in any way. The thoughts that do serve me, however, so I have some ideas that I wrote down, but it's things like, well, my past has helped me gain the strength that I need in my life. Every decision that I made in my past felt like the right choice for me at the time. And now that I know better, I can do better. But the, I did the best that I could do with the resources that I had in the past. I chose what was best for me. So those are just some of the thoughts that I've chosen to embrace because my past is what it is. And it was actually fantastic while I was living it. So once something different means that all of the things that I appreciated the most about those years would have been different too. Now let's look at number two trust that your past experiences served you in some way. So once you accept the past, the next step is to trust that your past experiences served you in some way. So as I mentioned earlier, I first discovered blogging at age 42 and I found myself doubting my previous decisions, thinking, oh, if only I'd started my blog when I was 30 or whenever it became a thing, I would be so much more further ahead than I am today. Once again, it's sort of like this what if mentality. And yeah, it would have been cool. But remember, we're focusing and accepting that the past experiences have served me in some way. Because it's not possible to go back in time, it would have been great if I had joined NASA or if I traveled to Antarctica or if I did a million different things. But guess what? I didn't. Instead, I did the things that I did because I thought that was best for me at those moments in time. I was in charge of my decisions and those are the decisions that I made. And it's not possible to go back in time. So I have to trust that the experience that I had in the past were the ones that I was supposed to have. And part of accepting your past means you need to let go of those what if scenarios. Feel free to say what if for anything that occurs in your future. But it is honestly a waste of time to play out scenarios in your head that have already passed. Save your energy and your imagination for your future life. And when I say that your past experiences have served you in some way, I want you to work out what the benefits might have been the way that you did things in the past. So for me, I deep down wanted to hang around at home with my kids. I didn't want to go to the office and spend hours working when I sincerely wanted to be playing with the kids all day, watching Disney movies. I was happy to sacrifice a second full-time income and live more frugally Just so I could hang around with them during those early years. Deep down, it was what I sincerely wanted, and if I didn't want it, I would have done something differently. Remember, regret is not a useful emotion. It doesn't serve you in any way, it only makes you feel terrible about your past rather than seeing those experiences as valuable learning lessons. And this actually also applies for any situations that you might look back on and actually think, What was I thinking? or I really wish I did things differently. Maybe you stayed in an unhealthy relationship for way too long and you only realize now that the reason that this happened is because in some ways just the familiarity of that relationship was less scary than the unknown. Well, you might have worked or stayed in a job that you hated because you secretly appreciated the stability and the income. The thought of quitting and starting somewhere new was even scarier. Even if you can see now that there were different options available to you, in some way back then you rationalized that the good outweighed the bad. Which brings me to point number three. When you know better, you can do better. So for me, I started to really, really understand how life is short and time is precious when I turned 40, okay? A little bit older. You might be older or younger than me, but for me, that was the turning point. And I remember my friends and I were at this event. We were listening to Richard Branson speak. He was the guest speaker. And I had this like light bulb moment. It was actually like these alarm bells that were ringing inside my head that night. Because I got into this age body, my kids were all happy. I had done all those early years, been around, but they were getting older, more settled. They were at school. And then I suddenly realized I had all these other dreams that I'd ignored for so long. And I realized that now was the time to make it happen. Because if I didn't do something, the years could just as quickly pass for me and I could be 45, 50, 55, 60. I mean, the years could just flow. And I didn't want to get to those older years and not have actually taken action. I wanted those items to be ticked off my bucket list. I sincerely did. For the first time ever, there was this fire in my belly, unlike anything that I'd ever experienced before. I honestly, it was never the same afterwards. I started to become more intentional with the way that I spent my time with my family, my friends, with the goals that I'd set. And it was a little bit different from the way that I spent my 30s because this time I was intentional. I was strategic. I knew what I wanted to achieve and I wanted to use my time wisely. I stopped putting things off until another day. I started to think about all the things that I would be sad to have missed out on doing. I love that idea of thinking of yourself as an 80-year-old or older and on your deathbed and just looking back at your life and what do you wish that you had achieved? What do you wish you had done? Ask yourself those questions because when you know better, you can do better. And this brings me to my final point, which is number four. Part of being a human is to have a human experience. So once you have accepted that your past is your past, and you understand that in some way it served you to live that way, the way that you did, even if it meant staying comfortable in your comfort zone for way too long, until you felt compelled to step outside, it. and hopefully if you haven't done that before now, you will after this episode realize that it's not too late, I want you to also understand and know that being a human means you get to have a human experience. This means that you are going to feel a whole range of emotions. You are going to experience sadness in your life and grief and anger and potentially loneliness and disappointment and just all the human emotions that we can experience in this life. So even if I'm saying to you it's never too late, just give it a go and dream big, understand that this doesn't mean that you have to be happy all the time. That isn't the part of being a human, that's like being a robot. To be a human means that you get to experience the ups and downs in life. And once you honestly understand that, you will feel so much freer. Part of the grief that we cause ourselves is that we resist emotions. We resist feeling that way. We don't want to feel angry. We don't want to feel upset. We don't want to feel whatever feelings that we are feeling that are negative. But the truth is, if you just allow them to happen, just allow them to enter your body, just sit with those feelings for a change. Let them be. Just be curious about them. Why are you feeling that way? Accept them. Life is so much easier when you allow Feelings to come rather than resist it. Honestly, it really is. So before I end this episode, I want you to go back to the thought model that we talk about, which is your thoughts impact your feelings, which impact your actions and your results. Think about what thinking the thought it's too late for me means when you think it is too late for me. You might feel defeated and then you have this action where you don't even bother trying and the results are there are no change in your circumstances or you might have another version where you think, well, it's too late for me and you feel sad or depressed and the action is no dream chasing once again and the results are, once again, no change in your current circumstances and just a more negative perception in your life. So I'm encouraging you to flip the switch on this belief. It is simply a thought you have chosen to embrace. Maybe this thought has been fed to you by others who didn't know better, who maybe reached a point in their life that they felt like it was too late for them, so they just assume it's too late for you. Or maybe you have a fixed mindset rather than a gross mindset, where you just assume that things can't change, it's always been this way, it's not going to be different. You need to embrace a more abundant growth mindset where you understand that as humans, we are always evolving and growing, but it's up to us to decide in what direction we want to go. Whatever the case, you can just as easily try on the thought that it is not too late to chase your dreams. It's just a thought, a thought for you to consider. Just try it on and see how it feels. Can you see that you know embracing this different thought It is never too late to chase my dreams, feels a little bit better. It fits a little bit better. It's more comfortable than the alternative. Thinking it's too late for me feels like an ill-fitting coat. It's like one size too small. It sort of suffocates you, especially when you try to button it around the neck. It does not fit you well. On the other hand, when you think things like, it's never too late for me, it's like a comfortable sweater. It gives you room to breathe. It is in your most flattering color and it makes your eyes sparkle and your skin glow. It brings out the best in you when you brace that alternative thought that it is never, ever, ever too late to chase your dreams, no matter how old you are. Okay, I'm not putting an age on this. It doesn't matter how old you are. So this is what an alternative thought model looks like. When you think, it's never too late for me, you have a feeling of hope. And when you have hope, you have an action, which is willingness to take action. And the results are that you slowly tick things off your bucket list. It doesn't have to happen fast, you can take your time, but you now have hope that there is a better future awaiting you or a different future awaiting you than the one that you think has been prescribed to you. Or here's maybe a different thought model that you might want to embrace. When you think it's never too late for me, you might actually feel really excited. And when you feel excited, you regularly step outside your comfort zone. That's the action that you take. And the results are that these baby steps lead to big changes in your life. Now notice, the only thing that we did was shift the thought, okay? We just changed from thinking, it's too late for me, And now we're going to embrace a more abundant thought, which is it's never, ever too late for me. Now, this might seem like a really simplistic way of summarizing the way that your life can go in the future. But I promise you, thinking it's never too late for me versus it's too late for me will produce two very different results in your life. And this is because your mindset is everything. And it all starts with the thoughts that you are choosing to have. So note the word choose. You get to decide what you want to think, and you get to choose to ditch the thoughts that you don't like and that aren't serving you. You know what those thoughts are. They're the the thoughts that make you feel really crap. They're the thoughts that bring you down, that make you feel depressed. Why would you hold on to them? Let them go. When you think things like, I'm too old, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not skinny enough, or whatever you are thinking, whatever's holding you back. Instead, you can choose to embrace thoughts like this. Age is just a number. It doesn't matter what I've done in the past. The future is mine to create. I am as intelligent as I need to be to succeed. And My looks or weight have no bearing on my future success. Or maybe even I'm beautiful and smart enough exactly as I am. And I don't need to look different or be any different to achieve my goals my confidence is not determined by my appearance it honestly isn't because confidence comes from within it comes from the thoughts that you choose to have and you can create more confidence by simply thinking more confident thoughts so once you have your thoughts in check just bear in mind that moving forward in the future your future is actually going to be determined by the thoughts you're choosing to have The right thoughts will lead to the right feelings, which will lead to the right actions and consequently, the right results. And what do I mean by right? It's simply anything that serves you, that's taking you where you want to go. It's like a domino effect, but for it to work effectively, you've got to set it up so the first domino involves having the right thoughts to take you where you want or need to go. So where do you wanna go, my friend? That is for you to decide. And I just wanna point out that your happiness in life is not solely determined by the amount of money that you have in the bank. You can be happy and feel wealthy when you nurture a loving family, when you build close relationships, when you chase your dreams, when you step outside your comfort zone and indulge in hobbies that you absolutely love. Tick the things off your bucket list that have nothing to do with money stuff too. Do not ignore those. Those count, the little things do count. And seriously, it does not matter what age you begin this new dream chasing journey in your life. I don't care how old you are listening to this podcast, no matter what your age is, you can take steps to chase your dreams because it's never too late and age is just a number. And if you are older and listening to this podcast, remember that all your experiences work in your favor. You now understand how fragile and precious life is and sometimes the years do pass fast. You now understand that your dreams won't just fall into your lap. You've learnt that through time. So for things to change, you need to change. And you now can tell what has and hasn't worked for you in the past. Use these past experiences to make smarter choices in the future. And you now know that every second and every minute is precious because how you spend your minutes is how you spend your hours and how you spend your hours is how you spend your days and how you spend your days is how you spend your years, etc. Okay? Okay the domino effect. It all starts with a little stuff. Now is the time to be more intentional with how you spend every minute of your day. So before I end this podcast episode, I just want to drill those final points. The main points are number one, accept your past. Number two, trust that your past experiences have served you in some way and served you well. Number three, when you know better, you can do better. And number four is part of being a human is having the human experience. So I promise you, it is never too late to dream bigger. I encourage you to start chasing your dreams today. As always, thank you so much for being with me here. I do love and appreciate you all, and I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.